Good morning and welcome to the Coffee and Cap Rates podcast, your go-to source for New York City's latest commercial real estate insights. This program is brought to you by Ariel Property Advisors. Hi everyone, I'm Shimon Shkuri, president of Ariel Property Advisors, and today we're going to talk about Brooklyn. A big part of our Brooklyn team is here today. Our senior director, Sean Kelly, is here with us today, as well as our senior director, Jonathan Berman. Our director, Stephen Vervalakis and Larry Sarn are here as well. Thank you, everybody, for joining. And I hope you're excited to talk about the first half of 2021 in Brooklyn. You know, Larry, Stephen, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've seen in the first six months of the year in Brooklyn? Any trends that you can make note of? I mean, I think there's a pretty clear overarching trend that we've seen during the first half of the year in Brooklyn amongst the majority of asset classes and in Brooklyn as a whole. What we've seen is there has been a slight increase in property volume, but a fairly significant drop in dollar volume. So compared to the first half of 2020, dollar volume dropped about 39%. And so we're seeing a number of the smaller properties move, but we're missing the large institutional deals that we've grown accustomed to. And Larry, do you see that in all product types or specifically in multi or other areas? In the multifamily segment, most of the transactions are occurring in the smaller segment, anything nine units and lower. The larger 10 unit and up segment has seen actually a decline of 36% from the first half of 2020 compared with the first half of 2021. So if you combine that with the lower metrics from last year, such as price per square foot, price per unit, the higher cap rates, you're seeing a decline in dollar volume, even though you have an increase in transactions. Got it. So smaller transactions, private people buying, that's the stuff that we're seeing across the city, which is pretty interesting. I know with individuals, family offices, syndicators, finding New York City and Brooklyn specifically to be super, super attractive, especially if you compare it to the rest of the world and the rest of the country. The development market has been interesting. Not that quiet. Not as quiet as the statistics shows. Sean, I know you did a few deals in that segment. What can you tell us? Sure. So not surprisingly, in terms of dollar volume, from the first half of 2020, we're down 55. But from the second half of 2020, we're only down 9%. But transactional volume is up about 13%. And what we've really seen in the development sector is a couple of things. Number one, a flight to quality. So markets where there's still demand for for sale product condominiums, such as Williamsburg, Park Slope, Brooklyn Heights, Dumbo, you know, there's still demand and there's still land deals happening and people chasing them. In fact, we negotiated a contract middle of COVID, closed first half of the year at $400 a buildable foot. It was a $13 million transaction in prime north side Williamsburg. We're working on a 50 plus million dollar transaction right now, a development oriented development site. Myself and Jonathan Berman are working on that and a couple of other mid-sized development sites. But what we're seeing and what we expect to see second half is a rush to get both transactions done and to get a shovel in the ground to qualify and certify for the 421A, uh, the Affordable New York, which is set to expire next June. Yes, and that's only for residential rental or buildings or, or land that could be developed as residential rentals. It's not going to really affect prime condo developments, which is interesting. And we spoke about it in our Manhattan report as well. Jonathan, what can you tell us about what we've seen? I know you worked with Sean on another deal that you just mentioned. What can you tell us about the world of Brooklyn today? What you see in retail today is super exciting. 
things we haven't seen in many years. I mean, if you only look at the numbers in our report, you'll see that volume is down by about 50% from the beginning of 2020. But the numbers are really not what's going on. It's not the story. What the story is really what's behind this. The reason for the drop is because the segment is in flux and Brooklyn retail is in transition. It's really in the process of reinventing itself. If you think about retail back in 2017, 2018, and 2019, it became obvious that retail was heading towards the internet. And many national and retailers were heading in accordance. And then came 2020, you had COVID, and the retail segment was hit significantly, especially the restaurant segment within the retail. But in Brooklyn, there are 17 retail corridors, and vacancy right now is at all-time high. But the reason for vacancy is not because of lack of demand. It's a structural issue, because if a owner takes a lease at a lower rent, it impacts the value of his property for 10, 20 years, because retail leases are very low. So when you go to sell, your value is going to be low. When you go to refinance, pull out money, which obviously we can help them, the values are going to be lower. Now, in the first half of 2021, retail rents are down roughly about 17%. But not every neighborhood was affected in the same way. In places like Dubbo, for example, retail rents are down about 50%. But then in places like Prospect Heights, you find that demand for stores is exceeding what it was back in 2020. So the vacancy rate is actually lower than it was what it was pre-pandemic. Now, with all that's going on, you would expect actually sales to increase, right? Because of all the problems that are in the segment. But the owners of retail, of major retail in Brooklyn, are the institutional owners, as well as large, very well-capitalized families. And they're not motivated to sell at lower numbers, they're going to weather the storm. Got it. In 2021, we are starting to see that residential rents are going up, which means that people are coming back into the borough. And what means that they're going to want to go to restaurants, go to bars. So I expect that retail rents are going to go up towards the second half of 2021. The real recovery we're going to see in 2022 and 2023 when the city really fills up, it goes back to what it was. So I think you're right about the fundamentals. They're improving by the minute. I mean, we've seen unemployment go down to half of what it was last year. We've seen vacancy go down drastically and it'll continue. What's interesting is across the city, we're seeing multifamily, smaller multifamily trading, and you see that in Brooklyn as well. What Sean and you were alluding to in terms of development is correct condominium development in some prime areas and rush to develop for residential rental buildings in other areas in Brooklyn, the biggest borough. Shimon, just to piggyback off a couple of things, you know, Steve mentioned earlier the lack of institutional transactions and John mentioned the shift in retail. But what we haven't spoken about is a lot of the institutional transactions that happened over the last two or three years were for industrial development sites, right? Where people are building distribution centers. Those were some of the largest transactions that happened in Brooklyn in 2020, 19, and 18. So while retail is down and rents are down and large transaction volumes down, it's sort of shifted to another asset class. And, And frankly, it's not like they're making any more large swaths of industrial land. So it's not a surprise that dollar volume went down because of that. That's a very good point. And as we see the bounce back or we see the bounce back in the first six months of 2021, what is your prediction, all of you, what is your prediction and moving forward 
for the second half of the year right before we wrap this up? What do you think in 10 seconds? Rush to get deals done. If Brooklyn was an independent city, it would be the fourth largest city in the United States. It's huge. There's so much going on. It's such a vibrant place that 2021 people are coming back. I'm very excited about what's going to happen in the upcoming year. I agree. I think that the, the bottom is definitely behind us. We'll probably see a pickup during the second half of this year. And then 22 will be uh, no whole part. I think that's when we really start to see everything back in 100% capacity, back to normal. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Stephen. Thank, Thank you, you. Shimon. Thank you. Thanks, Shimon.